Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report that while you're listening to this, I will be on vacation. I don't remember the last time I took a vacation in Australia. It's been years and years. All I know is I think I really need one. The vacation I tried to take earlier this year to Europe didn't exactly end as anticipated as you know. So I'm really excited to be able to get this opportunity to spend some time with a close friend from the U.S., explore a beautiful part of Australia. We'll be in Port Douglas, which is a beach town in Australia, and it's right on the water, our Airbnb. And it's so beautiful, and I'm so excited to just relax for a few days take a load off, and enjoy the nice weather. I'm also excited to report that I am back on track with my Business by Design course by James Wedmore. I am planning to release something on December 1st, something really exciting. I signed up for this course in July, and I've kind of been neglecting my commitment to the content and also my goals. When my employment opportunity came along, I prioritized that job and those hours first. Then my dog got to Australia and I've been consumed with making sure he returns to full health after being quite sick post-quarantine. I've been finding all these other avenues to channel my energy into and I've kind of been avoiding my obligation to myself and my future. So she's reprioritized. She's made more time and she's back in business, literally. And that's what I'm grateful for this week. My ability to recognize that I'm veering off course and correct that alignment before too much time has passed. I know that's something a past version of me really would have struggled with, so I'm proud that I'm able to see that and adjust it quite quickly to ensure I'm intentionally investing in my purpose and myself. As I mentioned, my goal is to release something on December 1st, and I'm just leaving you with that little teaser for now. Stay tuned because big things are coming your way, and as my podcast listeners, you're going to get access before anyone else. And by anyone else, I mean everyone on social and Instagram and my email list. You're going to get priority because many of you have been with me from the start, and it just feels right to do it that way. Okay, on that note, let's get to today's topic. Today, we're talking about saying no. For most of us, even thinking the word no is daunting. It leaves you with a pit in your stomach. You get anxiety. Your hands start sweating. Your heart starts racing. It feels confrontational. It feels wrong. We were raised and taught to be agreeable, to be polite, to not rock the boat or cause a scene. 
We are raised to be these pristine pillars of society and conform to these expectations, especially as women. And I'm done. I'm just over it. Don't get me wrong. It's not just women. I'm just talking about my personal experiences as a woman. So why do we need to learn how to say no? The first reason is because we need to set boundaries. Those boundaries prevent others from overstepping or taking advantage of you. The next is prioritization. You need the time to prioritize your own needs, goals, and commitments. This helps ensure that you don't overextend yourself and neglect your own well-being. In other words, time management. We're busy fucking queens. We are so busy and we don't have the time to commit our energy to things that aren't serving us. The next reason is it reduces stress. By avoiding these unnecessary obligations and commitments, you can reduce stress and prevent burnout, leading to better mental and physical health, which is what we all want. It's our collective priority here. The next reason is because it's empowering. Learning to say no empowers you to make choices that align with your desires and values rather than being driven solely by the expectation of others. When I started saying no and practicing that skill, because I truly believe it is a skill, the first couple of times I was super shaky. I was super nervous. I could barely get those words out, even though it's two letters. After that, I felt powerful. My ability to choose my direction, my, where my time goes, where my energy goes, it's powerful. And it's empowering me to take control of my future. The next reason is because it helps foster clear and honest communication. It encourages you to express your feelings, needs, and limitations to other people around you. Another big reason is because it helps to build respect for yourself. We've talked about this before. Saying no demonstrates self-respect and self-worth. It's the same as setting a boundary. You're signaling to the universe that you know your time, your energy, and your resources are better served elsewhere. The last reason is it fosters personal growth and allows you to focus on your own aspirations, needs, and development. And that's such an important part of this. When you take care of yourself first, the universe will take care of all the other things around you. So what does saying no have to do with the law of attraction? Saying no means that when you do say yes, you're committing to something and it's way more intentional. Think about a scenario where someone is saying yes all of the time. Yes, I'll help you with that work thing. Yes, I'll contribute to your charity event. Yes, I'm going to come to your dinner party. Yes, I'll pick up something for you on the way home. Yes, I'll babysit for you on short notice and rearrange all of my plans. During the week, it's pretty likely that most of us say yes to a few of those things I just listed. And we only have a certain amount of free time every week. And when you're saying yes to even half of those things that tend to come up all of the time, and you don't really want to do those things, that's time and energy ill-spent. At the end of the week, you realize there's been no time for you and what you want to do and your own priorities. It all adds up. 30 minutes here, two hours there. It's all incremental. That's why we need to start practicing saying no to some of those things that in our heart and our core, we don't really want to be doing. We cannot people please our way to our dream life, friends. And when you start saying no, you get that time back. You get that power back. It frees up that mental space and energy to consider and choose the opportunities that truly matter to you. 
and it's more intentional. And when you start saying no more often and you become more selective with those yeses, that yes is a sign to the universe that you're making a choice from a more aligned place. That yes becomes meaningful. It becomes significant. It's symbolic of you taking aligned action and prioritizing yourself. We can't really expect the universe to prioritize ourselves when we're out there prioritizing everyone except ourselves the majority of the time. We just can't. This is a really nuanced part of the law of attraction that I've learned the hard way. I think I've notoriously been a people pleaser, and I don't want anyone around me to be upset or angry or feeling uncomfortable. And I have an issue also in relationships putting that other person before myself, prioritizing them and their needs and their feelings before mine. Ever since I've consciously started to choose myself, I think the the whole game has changed. Not only has my health improved significantly, mental, physical, spiritual, my ability to manifest has become easier and easier. Things are aligning seamlessly peacefully almost, like the balance is being restored in my life. When I'm at the center of my own world, things are so much better. I feel clearer. I feel lighter. I feel like I'm able to invest in the things I'm interested in and passionate about. Opportunities are coming my way, and those opportunities are allowing me to do what I want with my life. I think there's this expectation in the world we live in today that we are owed something. You don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe them your time, your attention, your energy, your resources, not your friends, not your family, nobody. You don't owe anyone anything. That's not quite true. You owe it to yourself to become the best version of you. You owe it to yourself to find your purpose, to find what lights you up, to find what excites you and brings you joy. And you have the power to choose who and what you say yes to. The other day, I was walking around my neighborhood and I saw this ad for a cleaner. And they were cleaning a neighbor's house at the time and they had a stand set up out front and there was pamphlets in that. And I collected one. I called to kind of gauge the services and the costs and all the rest as you do when you're kind of vetting a new new service. The owner of the company answered and he went on and on about his company and his service and his proprietary cleaning method. All this stuff I just didn't really care about. We're talking about cleaning a house here. It's not that complicated or nuanced. I ended up cutting him off after maybe 10 minutes because I wanted to cut to the chase. Give me the cost and the approximation on how long it's going to take to clean this house every two weeks. He went on again and was lecturing me about how we need to pay cleaners a decent wage or they can't support their families and it was just never ending. Meanwhile, I'm thinking... This is your company. This is your responsibility. It's your job to ensure your employees are paid adequately and competitively. And I will include a side note here. Minimum wage in Australia is quite decent and it is a livable wage. I know that's not the case in the U.S., but it's very different here. Anyway, ended up cutting him off and he was livid with me. He said, I can hear some tension in your voice. Why won't you let me continue? And in my mind, I'm thinking... It's because you're not meeting my needs. You haven't answered any of my questions. And this conversation didn't need to be 15 minutes long. I didn't say that. I simply said, I'm sorry you feel that way. Let's end this conversation right now then. He was 
pissed at that response. And then he started lecturing me on how he's an industry leader and has a blog on the 10 points to find a good cleaner and all this shit I just didn't care about. So I cut him off again and just said, let's end this conversation now. Have a great day. I am not wasting my time talking to anyone that's not adding value to me or my life. I refuse to do it anymore. Time is fleeting. We don't have that time. Was it polite to not let him go on and on and listen intently? Probably not. That said, I wasn't rude at all. I don't believe in being rude, and I've been rude in past situations in my life, and I do regret that. I just didn't want to sit there and invest my energy into that conversation any longer. He wasn't addressing my questions. He wasn't listening to my needs. And I wasn't interested in hearing about his dust removal method. This is such an insignificant example in the grand scheme of things, but it speaks to a larger theme. People think you owe them your time, attention, and energy. And you don't, no matter who they are. Time is your most precious resource. It's not infinite. And the same goes for your energy. You need to invest it in people with the same values as you. The people who support you. The people that leave you better than when they found you. The people that have similar priorities and goals in life. The people that have similar lifestyles and bring you joy or bring you excitement. Or those people you know you can create memories with. Those are the people you want to commit that attention to. That's a mutually beneficial relationship. Both parties are bringing something to the table. And a yes to those people is an aligned yes. It's meaningful. Those people and those experiences that you say yes to in the future should be helping you to become the best version of yourself. With this year being one of significant loss and significant change for me, I've realized that the time I've spent with people in the past has been really surface level and superficial. I've been out with people many times, and it's not a valuable connection on either end. We go out, we get a drink. Both of us say we're doing fine when in reality, there's probably things going on in both our lives that we just didn't raise. We had wine, we talked about our upcoming vacations. We got dessert, we talked about work. And then we didn't see each other again for a few weeks or months. Nothing of substance is discussed at all during those types of nights. And I know that we've all had them. And for me, I'm just uninterested in that type of relationship moving forward. That's now something I say no to. I know that sounds cutthroat, but it kind of is. If I don't see you in my life in three to five years, then I don't want to go out. I don't want to get coffee. I don't want to do anything with you. That sounds incredibly selfish. I know there's people out there thinking I have to show up for this person because they have nobody else. I'll tell you that you can't help someone who doesn't help themselves. And if that's the case and you feel like you're their only hope, then that person needs to seek the help of a licensed healthcare professional, truly. You're not somebody that's going to solve their issues or problems or help them course correct. For me, there are so many other ways that I'd rather spend that hour or two instead of going out with a person that I don't really connect with. I'd rather commit to my course or meditate or work through a limiting belief in RRT therapy. I'd rather spend time alone recharging and taking care of myself or podcasting and speaking with all of you. You don't have to be that cutthroat. 
and it took me a long while to get here. I realized this year especially that I'd filled my life with these superficial relationships and it felt good to say I had so many friends. It felt good to say I'm going out with this person this weekend and that person another weekend or I'm going away to the mountains to see them. But those people, at the end of the day, if I really needed support and help, would they step up and be there for me? I don't think so. I'm not saying it's not okay to have friendships like that. It's okay to have a couple. But when they're starting to fill and consume your life, it's not ideal. It's not a good vibrational energy. It's inauthentic almost. You're bringing that almost fakeness to the connection and and the situation. And I honestly believe nothing good comes of that. I don't think it yields anything productive or of value for either person at the table. So think about your yeses. Think about your noes. You don't have to be that cutthroat, but I think you get the idea. You want to be intentional. You want to give your yes power. You want to make it meaningful. You want to get excited about the times that you do say yes. You want to be thinking about that person when you wake up in the morning. You want to get out of bed and be so, so stoked that you get to interact with that person today. You get to catch up with them and talk about your lives and see what they're up to. You want to share ideas. You want to exchange that great high vibrational energy with each other. You want to leave each other better than when you found each other. You want to look forward to those things. Let's stop doing things out of obligation or expectation. I promise you that is not the energy we want to show up with. It's fake. It's inauthentic. It's not a good vibration. So what do I want you to work on this week? I want you to think about where you spend your time and energy. Are there any places where it doesn't feel good? How much time are you spending there? Are there any people that you see and you just get this pit in your stomach every time you make plans? You just deep down don't want to connect with them, don't want to spend that time with them. Spend some time reflecting. And then at least once this week, I want you to practice saying no. Say no to something you would normally say yes to that you don't really want to be doing. Taking that little step, that one no, is going to supercharge you. That one step is one step closer to taking your power back, to taking back control of your life and where you want to go, how you want to spend your own time. Okay, friends, if you want to follow us on Instagram, please head to at Heal Yourself with L-O-A. That's Heal Yourself with L-O-A on Instagram. And for all other links, they're all in the show notes for you. That's all for today, friends. If you have a couple of moments, please rate, review, and subscribe. That's how new people find us. And that's how we continue to build this community. Thank you in advance for doing that. It means so much. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.